This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. Cancel culture. Political correctness amped up on steroids, the self-righteousness of a narcissistic age, and a mass-marketed pseudo-morality that is little more than fascism disguised as tolerance has shifted us into an age of intolerance, policed by techno-censors, social media bullies, and government watchdogs. Everything is now fair game for censorship if it can be construed as hateful, hurtful, bigoted, or offensive, provided that it runs counter to the established viewpoint. In this way, the most controversial issues of our day, race, religion, sex, sexuality, politics, science, health, government corruption, police brutality, and so on, have become battlegrounds for those who claim to believe in freedom of speech, but only when it favors the views and positions that they support. Free speech for me, but not for thee, is how my good friend and speech purist, Nat Henhoff, used to sum up this double standard. This tendency to censor, silence, delete, label as hateful, and demonize viewpoints that run counter to the cultural elite is being embraced with a near fanatical zealotry by a cult-like establishment that values conformity and groupthink over individuality. For instance, are you skeptical about the efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccines? Do you have concerns about the outcome of the 2020 presidential election? Do you subscribe to religious beliefs that shape your views on sexuality, marriage, and gender? Do you, deliberately or inadvertently, engage in misgendering, uh, that is, identifying a person's gender incorrectly, or dead naming using the wrong pronouns or birth name for a transgender person? Say yes to any of these questions, and then dare to voice those views in anything louder than a whisper, and you might find yourself suspended on Twitter, shut out on Facebook, and banned across various social media platforms. This authoritarian intolerance, masquerading as tolerance, civility, and love, what comedian George Carlin referred to as fascism, pretending to be manners, is the end result of a politically correct culture that has become radicalized, institutionalized, and tyrannical. In the past few years, for example, Prominent social media voices have been censored, silenced, and made to disappear from Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram for voicing ideas that were deemed politically incorrect, hateful, dangerous, or conspiratorial. Most recently, Twitter suspended conservative podcaster Matt Walsh for violating its hate speech policy by sharing his views about transgender individuals. J.K. Rowling, author of the popular Harry Potter series, has found herself denounced as transphobic and widely shunned for daring to criticize efforts by transgender activists to erode the legal definition of sex and replace it with gender. Ironically enough, Rowling's shunning included literal book burning. Yet, as Ray Bradbury once warned, there is more than one way to burn a book, and the world is full of people running about with lit matches. Indeed, folks, the First Amendment is going up in flames before our eyes. But those first sparks were lit long ago and have been fed by intolerance all along the political spectrum. Consider some of the kinds of speech being targeted for censorship or outright elimination. Offensive, politically incorrect, and unsafe speech. 
Political correctness has resulted in the chilling of free speech and a growing hostility to those who exercise their rights to speak freely. Where this has become painfully evident is on college campuses, which have become the hotbeds of student-led censorship, trigger warnings, microaggressions, and red-light speech policies targeting anyone that might cause someone to feel uncomfortable, unsafe, or offended. Hate speech. Speech that attacks a person or group on the basis of attributes such as gender, ethnic origin, religion, race, disability, or sexual orientation is the primary candidate for online censorship. Corporate internet giants Google, Twitter, and Facebook continue to redefine what kinds of speech will be permitted online and what will be deleted. Dangerous anti-government speech. As part of its ongoing war on extremism, the government has partnered with the tech industry to counter online propaganda, as they call it, by terrorists hoping to recruit support or plan attacks. In this way, anyone who criticizes the government online can be considered an extremist and will have their content reported to government agencies for further investigation or deleted. In fact, the Justice Department is planning to form a new domestic terrorism unit to ferret out individuals and this is a quote from the actual document, who seek to commit violent criminal acts in furtherance of domestic, social, or political goals. What this means is more surveillance, more pre-crime programs, and more targeting of individuals whose speech may qualify as dangerous, so-called. The upshot of all this editing, parsing, banning, and silencing is the emergence of a new language, what George Orwell referred to as newspeak which places the power to control language in the hands of the totalitarian state. Under such a system, language becomes a weapon to change the way people think by changing the words they use. The end result is mind control and a sleepwalking populace. Their mind control can take many forms, but the end result is an enslaved, compliant populace incapable of challenging tyranny. We have allowed our fears, fear for safety, fear for each other, fear of being labeled racist or hateful or prejudiced, and so on and so on, to trump our freedom of speech and muzzle us far more effectively than any government edit could. This is the tyranny of the majority against the minority, marching in lopset with techno-fascism. Yet be warned, whatever we tolerate now, whatever we turn a blind eye to, whatever we rationalize when it's inflicted on others will eventually come back to imprison us, one and all. At some point or other, depending on how the government and its corporate allies define what constitutes hate or extremism, we the people might all be considered guilty of some thought crime or other. In other words, as I make clear in my book Battlefield America, The War on the American People, and its fictional counterpart, The Eric Blair Diaries, whatever powers you allow the government and its corporate operatives to claim now, for the sake of the greater good or because you like or trust those in charge, will eventually be abused and used against you by tyrants of your own making. The police state could not ask for a better citizenry than one that carries out its own censorship, spying, and policing. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, 
Rutherford Press Alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.